2: Yo, yo, yo,
3: yo, 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 yo,
2: yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee.
4: Good
2: the Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's
3: Thursday. Man, it is finally gotten warm here in New York City. I know that we're nationally syndicated, but it's been cold here, okay? it Yesterday it was like what eighty degrees, They're close yes. to
2: eighty. Today it's gonna be close to ninety. Uh, really?
3: They said yeah. it
4: might break records today.
2: It's supposed to be close to ninety. Oh, see, today. They playing now. That's the weather machine. They ain't number harp right there. They playing now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they
3: turning the weather up when they want to, turning the temperature down when they want to.
2: Yes. I don't know. I'm just happy it's warm. That's all. I'm just happy it's warm. I can finally go outside. I can barbecue. You can I,
4: still go outside. I want mean, to <laughs> barbecue in the cold. want exactly. to play with the
2: kids outside in the cold. But now it's nice and warm. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, warm. Make sure you got your SPF uh, 50. Yep.
4: Well, okay. I was out and about yesterday. It was a beautiful day, like you said. We had an event at the Juice Bar. We do this Wealth Wednesdays thing once a month. Mm-hmm. And we had a credit expert, uh, Lynette finding cuts, and it was a great, 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 great event because a lot of people that were there were having questions about how to fix their credit, how to get their credit score up, how to get out of debt. A lot of questions that sometimes we're embarrassed when we find out we're in debt, when we know what our, or don't even know what our credit score is. So people got some personalized help, and it was really nice to just interact with everyone and for people to be like, okay, now I know what the first steps are, because you can get your interest rate lowered on certain debt that you might have. All you have to do is call the company and ask. Right. And I think they said like 70-something percent of the time, they'll lower your interest rate for you.
2: Right. Only if your credit score is is up, there. That's not true. That's not
4: true? If you have a credit card and you're in debt, and at least as long as you make the minimum payment and you pay on time and you call them, and you're like, okay, you know, say the interest rate is 19%, and you ask them to lower it nine times out of ten, well, seven times out of ten, they'll lower it for you. Mm. Just if you ask. Okay. What's the worst thing that could happen? You ask and they tell you, no, you still owe the money.
2: Yep. You're absolutely right, but you definitely don't want a credit card with 19%. You'll be paying that forever.
4: Yeah, I mean, sometimes what happens is with store cards or maybe you haven't paid your bill and your interest rate shoots up, and you got to pay attention to those yeah, things.
2: Yeah, could happen. All right, all right. Well, we have the cast of Dear White People joining hey, us today. that show comes back tonight or tomorrow.
4: Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. For late night tonight, midnight tonight on
3: Netflix. I love Dear White People. I can't wait for season two of that. Who we got? Who's coming this morning? Uh, Logan Browning. Okay, that's Samantha White. Antoinette Robertson. Antoinette plays uh,
2: Candace? No,
4: what? she plays um,
2: Coco. Coco. Mm-hmm. And okay. Ashley Blaine. Ashley plays Candace. Mm-hmm. All right. These three young ladies will be, uh, Ashley Blaine uh, Featherston. Yeah, these three young ladies will be joining us this morning. Okay. And uh, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
4: Uh, we'll be talking about imagine some money just start flying around outside in the air. Would you grab it and then return it when you find out it's not yours?
2: Return it? Mm-hmm. Return it? Would you? That's God's sign to throwing the money at me. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk NBA. Now, the Utah Jazz beat the Houston Rockets 116-108. Damn, what's up with the Rockets? They down 2-0 in that series? No, it's tied 1-1. Oh, it's 1-1? Yeah, it's tied 1-1. Now, let's talk about uh, all this money flying around in the air.
4: Yes, Indiana State Police, they're asking people to return money if you found some loose money. Yeah, right. (laughs) Sorry, on Wednesday, you have to return that. Now, what happened was it was a Brinks truck, and I guess the back door came open somehow. Look
2: at God. Just came open now. Look at God. I'm keeping that one.
4: Now, the truck driver told state police another driver waved at him and pointed to the back of his truck, and that's when he realized the door wasn't secure and had opened, and that money was blowing everywhere. They're saying it's about $600,000.
3: We're dropping a clues bombs with Brinks for being a blessing. That's all that was. Now, How much you said?
4: $600,000. Oh, hell no. Now, in particular, police are looking for a school bus driver who stopped to grab cash. No. They're also looking for four individuals in a white pickup truck who were pulling a utility trailer. Who made? Uh, who they got one of the bags of money, and they're basically looking for anybody who stopped to pick up the cash. Man,
3: no, man. They Find said they're already keepers.
4: getting tips with license plate numbers. so oh, who gotta stop that. Stitches get stitches. They have <laughs> so saying, shown. with Good and Conscious, just turn that money back in, no questions asked. But. No. I don't know. What can they do?
3: Finders, right. keepers, losers, weepers. That school bus driver's probably underpaid. Absolutely. He deserved that goddamn money. Drop one of clues bombs for everybody in Indiana who
2: received that blessing. <laughs> yeah, right? that, that money hits you. That's a sign from God. a
3: blessing, right? And yeah, plus,
4: blessing. even if they do see your license plate number, find out who you are. They don't know how
2: much money you got. All right. I what ain't take you? nothing. I took $100 bill. Here, no, you no. can have that back.
4: Here's the $50 I got. Right? I <laughs> ain't take nothing, but
3: whatever I took, God wanted me to have, God damn it.
4: All right, now let's talk about the two African-American men who were arrested at the Starbucks in Philadelphia last month that sparked protests over racial bias at Starbucks. Uh, now, they have reached agreements with Starbucks. Starbucks has pledged to support a $200,000 effort to ed- encourage young entrepreneurs. So the men are going, Dante Robinson and Rashad Nelson, are going to work with the city and a nonprofit organization. They are going to award the $200,000 grant to a pilot curriculum for public high school students to develop the skills necessary to pursue their dreams of being entrepreneurs. Now, somebody told me they only took a dollar. Yeah, now, the two young men themselves reached a settlement for a dollar for themselves, but they reached that agreement for $200,000 for the public schools.
3: Pull up one of my hee haws. I don't feel <laughs> like... Jesus, come on, man. They could have got way more bread than that. They could have got money for the public schools you gotta,
2: and they could have got money for themselves. I don't know if that's right. You got to reread that. I thought the city gave them a dollar and said that they'll give $200,000 and Starbucks just settled and they didn't say how much Starbucks settled yeah, for. Yeah, the city, oh, the the city, city gave, gave them a dollar not each. Starbucks. No, 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 oh. no. I read that three times I know that for a fact. Oh, so they did get some bread. Starbucks gave okay, them some bread. Okay, I'm money. about to say God damn, yeah, man. She read that wrong. Starbucks gave them some money but the <laughs> well, city we don't, gave yeah, them not <laughs> Yeah, They
4: reached a settlement for a dollar with the city. With the city. But we don't know what Starbucks gave them but the, they also are getting the opportunity to complete their undergraduate degrees for free. Yeah. And that's going to be through a partnership with Arizona State University, and that's part of their agreement with Starbucks
3: as well. Well, that's cute, but you know, I'm glad Starbucks gave up them big bucks, okay? Drop on a clues bomb for those two young men because I was ready to get him the No, no, no. I read that four no times yesterday. I was,
2: that's what I said. I said, there's no way in hell they only took a dollar, but then he said the city gave him a dollar and 200000 to open programs, and Starbucks settled and didn't say how much. Why they didn't stick the city up? I guess, I don't know. Maybe the
3: city, city should have had to diss out the 200000 programs and some bread.
2: Maybe the city was doing programs. I don't know. The, poli- and, the police work for the city, right? And we don't know how much Starbucks gave Still, the police work for the city. Absolutely, Yeah,
3: police right. was harassing But is the problem
4: that the star, that they did call the police, and I guess didn't they say the police have a certain protocol when they're called by a restaurant or the management?
3: I guess. Yeah. I'm I
4: mean, just, I'm not sure, but that's what.
3: I'm just happy they got some money. If they settled for a lifetime Starbucks gift card, I'm gonna slap I'm fire. I'm sure it. they didn't. But did that mean I can go get my green tea from Starbucks?
2: What? Nah, he's still a little 50 50.
3: <laughs> is the band lifted? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, black community, can I go get my cup from Starbucks? Can I go get me?
4: This would be a great tea? time for Dunkin' Donuts to. Do they sell green tea at Dunkin' Donuts? No.
3: Um, 50/50. Hey, seriously, seriously, tell me, black people, if I can go get my green tea from Starbucks. I give, all it, right? give it to the end of the week. I don't want to step over the line until y'all tell me. It's you guys cool. tweet him okay. and let
4: him know. Can <laughs> he go back goodness.
3: to Starbucks? I just want a green
2: tea real quick. That's all. All right. All right, and that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now Maybe you had a bad night, or bad morning Or maybe you want to vent and you want to spread some positivity 800-585-1051 it's The Breakfast Club, good morning
3: The Breakfast Club <laughs> Get
0: a, pick up the mother mother phone and dial This is your time to get it off your chest Whether you're mad or blessed Say it with your chest We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club So you better have the same energy yeah.
2: Hello, who's this? That's Nick. Hey, Nick, get it off your chest, bro. Uh, man, I got something for Charlamagne,
5: man. Tell
3: him he can't go back to no damn Starbucks. I
5: can't go back to
2: Starbucks? No, man. They got
3: their money, though. The two I mean, brothers.
5: They got their money, but that, that, come on, man. You
2: know that ain't right. All right. So we boycotting Starbucks for life? Starbucks is canceled, as you kids say? I guess I guess it is. God damn. Hello, who's this?
5: Tia.
2: Hey, mama, get it off your chest. I
5: want to tell Charlamagne that he can go get his green tea at Panera Bread
4: because they have a really good green tea if you want to keep away from Starbucks. There's no Panera Bread around here. Oh, I'm sorry. But well, thank
3: you for the suggestion. <laughs>
5: so, so,
4: listen. No
3: problem. Starbucks is completely canceled even though the guys got their money?
5: Uh, I don't know because it's been more than just
4: their situation with the racial profiling.
3: Got you. There's
4: been other stores. So, What if you are a black person that works at Starbucks? What do you do?
3: Collect your check on Friday. Give everybody free iced tea. Yeah, and, give and free, tea. free green tea when they come in. There you go.
4: Hello, who's this? Queen
0: God, DJ Envy. This Fred from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Second in you. What's happening? Fred,
2: calm down. It's too early, bro. I ain't, had, up, I ain't Fred, had no man. green tea and nothing yet. Relax,
0: man. Hey, What's Fred.
4: Up? Good morning, Miss Easy.
2: All right, Fred. Your chances of getting a girl is getting better. It's hot outside now. They
4: you ain't got to pay to play no more. The females are out. <laughs> but sometimes you still got to play if you want to
0: bad enough. Yes, the weather is breaking. I thank God for that. I saw three accidents in the last two days. These
4: hoes is out here.
3: First, really? of, all, first all right. of all, first of all, first of all, calling women hoes uh, in this area ain't going to mm-hmm. work. You That's great, points. Okay? Yes, sir.
4: Moving on, Fred. Well, have right. a great weekend, just...
2: Fred. Kentucky Derby's right corner, around the corner, man. So just, you know, maybe go to the the horse racing show. I don't know. What?
3: I, know, I, I know, ain't got no money for all that. I'm a pope. I pope. know one day you keep calling uh, these women hoes the next rhyme the Me Too movement right? might be about you. Hello? Yo, yo. What's
0: up, Lee? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm mad at Charlemagne the God today for protecting Kanye West when obviously he said what he said and he had an interpreter at the TMZ thing to, to talk about politics not his emotions to talk about how he wants to be a black Republican basically and how black people need to get off of welfare and a whole bunch of other stuff. How did and I? I really how, like, how did I protect him, sir? Could you tell me? Yeah, because I feel like you like um, he is like Trump because you out there now, like K- Kellyanne Conway, you know, protecting him and saying what he meant to say and what he should have said. And when he absolutely on the on TMZ, he said that he had a, the, this black chick on there who was there to talk about politics and her politics were. All of um, Republican Trump stuff, how black people are shooting each other.
3: You do realize it's not about what a person meant to say, it's what they said. And, I mean, I, that's what I said yesterday when I gave him Donkey of the Day. So, once again, how am I protecting him? Because he said what he meant, and you're changing <laughs> around what he meant. No, he no, meant. I'm, not, I, I'm, I, I'm judging him based off what he said, not what he meant. What he said was slavery was a choice, and that was a dumb statement. So, once again, how am I protecting him? You're protecting him because
0: he said slavery was a choice and that's what he meant. And you're telling us. Am that I on drugs this morning? I don't
4: know. Am I doing. being punked?
3: Huh? Do y'all really just, do y'all know I ain't have my green tea and my egg whites yet? So y'all just trying to scratch me out this morning. Is that what it is? That gotta be what it no, is, that's right?
4: that's
0: facts. That's facts, man. Okay. And that's why I feel like, I, I feel that dude off of TMZ who came at him correct. That's, and and that's, confronting him, and you up here protecting them. And my, I mean, I, that, that's like a Kellyanne
4: Conway move. All right, let's move but on. Uh, Thank Van you Lathen very is, much for coming. Van Lathan is my Thursday. guy, but
3: but once again. Uh, I'm not judging Kanye West by what he meant to say. I'm judging him by what he said. I gave him donkey today, and I thought slavery was a choice. was the dumbest thing he could ever say in front of white people. So how did I
2: protect him again? All I know is you cannot go to Starbucks until at least Monday.
3: I'm going to Starbucks right now. That dude just drove me to Starbucks. I'm sorry, okay? If <laughs> he's, 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 he's some liquor or some Starbucks, y'all rather me go to Starbucks right yeah, now? Right. The last caller just drove me to have to drink
2: something. I got to go to Starbucks. All right, I'm go sorry. to Starbucks. Okay? Get it off your chest. 800 585 one Get it off off your chest. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up.
5: Wake your ass. This is your time
3: to get it off your
2: chest.
3: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
5: Ashley. Hello. Yes. What's up, Ashley? Get it off your chest. I'm really tired of these schools. I I go to Virginia State. But I'm really tired of these schools. A week before you're trying to graduate, they love to give you all of this work. Like 10-page papers, 12-page papers, group projects, people that don't do work at the last minute. I'm trying to graduate, and they love to give you mad work at the last minute.
3: Now, I didn't go to college, but don't they give you like end-of-the-semester homework and stuff? Like so final you reports? Give
5: homework. It's finals week, yes. But they also give you papers on papers on papers. Like, I don't know what they're trying to do, if they're trying to hold you back or what. But they always love to give you let work at the last minute. So
3: you want me, you want us to feel sorry for you because you in school and you got <laughs> no, homework.
5: No, I'm not asking for feel so sorry. you take it off your chest. i are just getting off my
3: chest. I'm tired of it. Oh. <laughs> All right, mama. Well, hurry up and graduate. Then you won't have to do no more homework. <laughs> Hello, who's this?
2: You know, this is Tierra again from Kentucky. What's up, bro? Get it off
0: your chest, man. What's going on, man? I don't really have anything to get off my chest. Just, you know, blessed. I called the other day because I wasn't able to get tickets to uh, come see you uh, up here late on tonight. I just wanted to make sure I let you know. I have a safe little trip here to Kentucky and welcome, man. Gotta Not- come back sometime.
2: All right, yeah. Tonight I'm gonna be in Kentucky with uh, Two Chains and Lil 2 Chainz, Wayne. Two
0: Chains, Lil Wayne, and King Michelle. And it- yeah, yeah, yeah. My homeboy Z Nice is supposed to be one of the little DJs up there, but yeah. Alright, oh, so if I that's your boy,
3: if that's your boy, if that's your boy, why don't you just come in with him? If they're not really boys, no.
0: You know, I grew up with dude or whatnot. He's, like, yeah, he's one of uh, the Indiana Pacers DJs, too, so he got a lot of stuff going on. And I got to wear and stuff. I got to finish planning and stuff. Just can't really fit the time, or the, you know it in the budget. Oh, oh man. He keeps, we'll see to, see
3: you keep trying next time, bro. bro. He just keep trying to tell himself that's really still his friend. <laughs> that's still my friend. He just busy.
2: We busy. All righty, mama. As soon as we not did busy, you just call him mama. Oh, my bad. My eyes Why wow.
3: did you just call him mama? Because <laughs> the next person on the phone wow. is a mama. Oh my mama. gosh. I he hope you take so I hope weird. you take your wife <laughs> with you tonight <laughs> to Kentucky because that sounded a little crazy, bro. <laughs> he said, All
4: right, mama. That <laughs> sounds like you want
3: to go down there and get into the Kentucky horse dirt.
2: Nicole, Tell him I was calling you, mama. Nicole. Say that again. Never mind. Get it off your chest, mama. It's
4: weird. Why you? calling
2: people mama i don't know I call calling mama Is
4: that your mom hello i thought that was a southern thing
5: <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, yeah i don't um, know all right mama good morning you guys how are you doing hey, i am just upset because um it's like at, there's crowdfunding sites and i know there's people out there who just trying to use it as the get get rich quick scheme mm-hmm. but i'm in a situation where i do need it and it's like every i feel like Some people look at me like, oh, she's just trying to get some money. But I'm actually trying to have a business, me and my fiancé are. And it's like our year of business has not been great because we've had major things happen with our purchase. It's like we, this is what we wanted. We got it but didn't make sure it was what it was. And it's like it has been our downfall. That was our only thing we had. And it's like we can't get anywhere. We've lost it. But we're trying to make ends meet. And that was our only form of income. So what are you what are you raising money for again, baby? It's for our business. Um, it's on Twitter.
3: Um, and why should we donate to this business? Tell me.
5: Well, we took our income tax money last year to purchase a truck and a full truck. So we can just the the trailer the the truck <coughs> part, not the trailer. But we purchased it, and the people who we bought it from, which was a company, it was a piece of shit. excuse the language, sorry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the prices for the repairs to equal the price of what the truck costs. And we can't make any money. Uh-huh. So I told, we told the company, we're like, how do you expect us to make payments when our, tr- our truck is constantly in the shop? Mm-hmm. It's like... I'm going to be honest with
3: you, that ain't crowdfunding worthy, boo. I'm sorry. That, yeah, that, you that, made a bad that, investment. That, huh? Yeah, you just made a bad investment. And like a lot of people who make bad investments, you just got to dig yourself out of that hole. I'm not going to lie, that is not crowdfunding worthy, okay? It's just not. Okay. I'm, I don't know I don't know what else to tell you. I don't pick up an extra job, you and the hubby. And, well, good you know, luck and yeah, keep working, man. You know, it's a
2: bad investment that happens to the best of us and just keep going. Keep yeah. going hard. I bought a car wash one time that when I say I lost so much money in that damn car wash, <laughs> I was so happy to get rid of it.
3: Yeah, that's not how entrepreneurship works and investing works. You can't make an investment, lose your money, and then go ask a bunch of people to give you the money back. All of us all of us got a little bit of debt somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, boo. Sorry, mama. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe you
2: tell your man get to pick up a, an extra job, Tell some weed. No, don't don't sell no weed. But just keep working hard. I'm sure to come back around, all right? Okay. Have a blessed day. Damn, she didn't even say have a blessed day back. Because she
4: mad because
3: we didn't give her the green light to go out here banging people for money because she made a bad investment. That
4: didn't work out for her. Come on,
3: man. That's not the way this works. Stop it. That's why people send me their GoFundMe link
2: sometime and I reply back, go yourself. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. Yee. Yes. We got any uh, rumors coming up?
4: Yes, let's talk about Will I Am, find out what he had to say about Kanye's slavery comments and why his heart is broken from it. Also, Cardi B, she's feeling like it's her against the world. We'll tell you what's going on.
2: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. One more. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's
0: going on? Yeah. Rumor
3: report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Will I Am was on Good Morning Britain, and he talked about Kanye's controversial TMZ Live interview in which he said that slavery was a choice. Here is what Will I Am said about how that conversation affected him.
5: That broke my heart because I thought about my grandma, who was born in 1920, and my grandmother's grandma, who was a slave. And when you're a slave, you're owned. That's by force. I understand the need to have free thought, but if your thoughts aren't researched, that is just going to hurt those that are still in conditions where it's not choice that when they go down the street there's a liquor store and fast food restaurants and your education is not being funded the same way it is in Calabasas. So that statement was one of the most ignorant statements that anybody that came from the hood could ever say about their ancestors.
3: And it's not free thought if you're just regurgitating a bunch of conservative talking points that you saw on Breitbart.
4: Now he goes on to say that he hopes it's not to raise awareness so you could sell some records and some shoes because that would be the worst thing to do and uh, ben- to benefit from that. Chris Brown said on uh, Instagram, I don't give a F. This man is a clown. Our song just went platinum, but F that. Come on, bra. And if any flunkies got a problem, see me, please, please, black people do not follow this N word on his path to destruction. All right, now Eve was on her show as well, on the talk, and here's what she had to say about Kanye's statements.
1: I can't understand how a black man that was born on the south side of Chicago could have these ideas. I can't understand how also, which I just found out a friend of mine told me that his mother, may she rest in peace, was an African-American studies professor. You cannot have these ideas without facts to back them up. Slavery is a fact, and we are still feeling the effects of slavery
3: none of these people are wrong. I mean, slavery was a choice was an inaccurate, ignorant ass statement. Nobody chose to enroll in slavery. nobody chose nobody went down to slavery to fill out a job application. Nobody chose to pledge slave for you.
4: All right. now Eve goes on uh-uh. to clarify uh, whose music she thinks you should listen to. Let me tell
1: you something. At the end of the day, we all got lucky and got plucked out of our hoods and lived these amazing lives. But you cannot be so far in your bubble to think that you are not a part of what this history is. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my actual feelings. Any young brothers out there looking at me, listening to me today, pick up some Nas, pick up some Damian Marley, pick up some J. Cole, pick up some Kendrick Lamar. Listen to these artists. I am done with Kanye.
3: Uh, all that music is great that she told people to listen to, but you know, go, reading the book is good is, is is good too. All
4: right, well, I guess because Kanye an artist, she's saying you have a choice when it comes to what music you want to consume. Yeah, but when you're talking and, about
3: history, you know, reading the book is better.
4: And Kanye is gonna be. Putting the finishing touches on his album, he has left to go back to the mountaintop and he's back in Wyoming. That's going to be been working very
3: interesting to see when Kanye drops some music or when Kanye drops a new sneaker. If everybody got the same energy they got right now.
4: Well, we'll find out on Saturday because his Yeezy collection actually goes live on Saturday. $400 shorts. Really? $450 tights. Tights? Mm-hmm. What?
2: For women? (laughs) If a woman tied to something?
4: I am not sure exactly what it's going to be, but there's also a petition online, and that is on Care2, and they're asking Adidas to boycott Kanye West. So far, they're trying to get 10,000 signatures. They're almost at 5,000. And that petition says while Kanye can live safely in his multi million dollar castle, the rest of black America is continually marginalized and subject to unjust laws and treatment. Some even die because this behavior is so ingrained in our society. Kanye West has a a right to free speech, and he has the right to spout lies and misinformation and misplaced opinions, but we as consumers have the right to fight back against this type of dangerous propaganda.
3: Yeah, so uh, you as consumers, you boycott, because Adidas is not going to boycott Kanye West. You know why? Because Adidas is not just selling clothes to black America.
2: But not only that, Kanye, he didn't say anything that was against the law. He didn't Mm -mm. say anything... It was, uh, just racist. It, just, it was ignorant. It was ignorant. I just, ignorant. You just like stupid. what he said. Yeah. So, it was dumb as so hell.
4: I guess we'll know soon enough what is mm-hmm. going to happen when those numbers start coming in. When that album comes out, they're when still going to This I'm weekend, sure. when the sneakers come out. All right, I'm you Angela can't, Yee. Uh,
3: by the way, you can't sneak to buy no sneakers. You can sneak in the Starbucks. All right, but you can't
2: <laughs> sneak to buy no sneakers. <laughs>
3: I'm Angela right. Yee,
4: and that is your rumor report. You no, know,
2: the crazy thing is, I wore my Yeezys the other day. They was like, throw them away. Nah, B. Ain't nobody throwing the Yeezys. Nah, Although B. I did see
4: some people sell theirs. Throw them
2: away. Don't sell them. So you still. So I know, they still if make even it you're selling,
3: selling yours, them, people are still buying them. You're still profitable. I, so. I, I don't own any Yeezys. I don't own none either, but I can't wait to see if everybody keep the same energy when them ain't nobody buying no Yeezy tights though. He, unless, nah, nobody buying. But no Yeezy all tight. the chubby Kanye West fans who are gonna need some
2: liposuction to fit in them tights. Okay. You know what? What? Up next, we have front page news. What are we talking about? I thought you? you had the cast of Dear White People. Oh, after front page. No. Yeah. Oh,
4: okay. Um, yes, we are gonna be talking about <laughs> Donald Trump. He just got nominated for, for a Nobel Prize. Who?
2: What kind of Nobel Prize? We'll tell you
4: about it in front page news. All
2: right. That's next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning,
4: everybody. It's DJ
2: N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Quick NBA recap. Last night, the Utah Jazz beat the Houston Rockets. They tied the series. They won 116-108. Okay. Now, tonight, the Sixers play the Celtics, and the Cavs play the Raptors. Now, let's talk about your president, Donald Trump.
4: Yes, your president, Donald Trump, has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, the nomination was spearheaded, of course, by some of the Republicans, including uh, Luke Messer, who is locked in a GOP primary battle for a Senate seat in Indiana. In the letter, it says, since taking office, President Trump has worked tirelessly to apply maximum pressure on North Korea to end its illicit weapons programs and bring peace to the region. When Donald Trump was in Michigan during a re-election rally on Saturday, the crowd started chanting Nobel, Nobel, while Donald Trump was discussing his efforts in North Korea.
3: You're going to give a Nobel Peace Prize to a man who cheated on his wife with porn stars and paid her hush money? You're going to give a Nobel Peace Prize to a man whose administration is being investigated by the FBI? You're going to give a Nobel Peace Prize to a man who has caused more division in America than any president in recent history? So can history? you just
4: nominate anyone?
3: Probably can pay for it.
4: Because sure um, I don't do. know how this works now. There's uh, four presidents in the United States who have been Nobel Peace Prize winners.
3: Barack Obama's one of them. Uh,
4: yes, he is. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, and Jimmy Carter are all Nobel winners, mm. and hopefully Donald Trump will not be. All right, now let's talk about what happened on Southwest. Now I know when I was on vacation, MV, you talked about a story about a woman who died from the injuries mm-hmm. from when she was nearly sucked out of a blown-out window on a Southwest flight out of LaGuardia. Well, now something else has happened.
3: That's what they get. I don't even need to hear the story. And that's what they get for flying Southwest. That big bus in the sky.
4: Apparently, there was a crack in the window. A window cracked midair. Sounds about right. It was said there was a loud pop. and The pilot came out. The flight was going to Mm -mm. Newark from Chicago. So they had to do an emergency landing in Cleveland. They said it was pretty tense. And they still did have pressure in the cabin, but they didn't know how much longer they were going to have it. Uh, Fortunately for them, they did manage to make that landing, but there was a crack in the window.
3: You get what you pay for, okay? I keep telling y'all, why would y'all want to fly on something that when you walk on it, they tell you to pick your seat? Every man or woman for themselves. Ain't nobody got time for that, Mm -mm. okay? It's a bus in the sky. I've never heard of a window cracking on a plane. That is crazy. Right. Uh, It's it's Southwest. Mm. Don't say it's crazy. It's Southwest. Sounds about right to me.
4: We did have an incident when I was very young. I'll never forget this flight. I was on with my parents. Have you guys ever had the oxygen mask pop down? Nope. While you were on a flight? One time. That happened to me once. Apparently, somebody pushed the door open a little bit while we were up in the air. And all of a sudden, it got very rocky. The um, flight attendants, one of them turned like sheet white. She lost her mind. Everybody was going crazy. Then the oxygen mask popped down, and you had to breathe through the oxygen mask until they were able to land the flight. The
3: Southwest even serve snacks? They even No, got water on
2: Southwest? I, I don't think they have snacks. I think they do have water. You put me on a Southwest flight I never one put time. On yes, yeah. really on you, th- you, no, you did. He did put us okay. on a Southwest flight. Yes, you did. you did put us on a Southwest flight. he God wasn't on that flight, lying. but no. somehow we were. Yeah, you put us on that Southwest never flight. Never happened. I don't. Even know you, I why think I, we were going to South Carolina for something. was like I want y'all to come down. I got your flights. Never happened. And I think somebody had a goat or
4: something. There was a goat on the flight. Getting on the flight. Not true. Never happened. situation.
2: Well, only Southwest lets people bring
3: goats on their flight. Okay, all right. That's another. That's another strike against. Southwest. they let you have goats on the flight.
4: I remember that flight, and then we landed at the hotel we stayed at. Actually, uh, me and Paris had to go and buy our own sheets because we didn't want to sleep on, in the bed.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did us dirty that year. All
4: right, well, I'm Angela like Leigh, that's, that's your front page
2: news.
4: <laughs> 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 that was in Paris, flooded the toilet, too.
2: Oh, my hotels. goodness. All right, now, when we come back, we have the cast of Dear White People. You watch that show? Well, we'll talk about it
3: when we come back. And I can't wait for season two, which premieres this Friday on Netflix. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
2: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. A show I'm happy is coming back. The cast of Dear White People. (laughs) Hey. Hey, uh, hey guys.
3: guys. (laughs) Say their names. We'll let them introduce themselves. Let's say their own names. Okay.
6: Hey, guys. I'm Logan Browning. Samantha White. yes, (laughs) Yes. A.K.A. Sam White. I'm Ashley Blaine Featherson. Joelle Brooks. I'm Antoinette Robertson, Coco Connors.
2: (laughs) Good morning.
7: Good
6: morning.
3: morning.
7: Uh, Calandria. Now for people
6: that don't
2: know about Dear White People, explain to them what it is.
7: Dear White People is a series that follows several students of color on the landscape of an Ivy League, predominantly white university. And racial tensions get to like an all-time high when a blackface party is thrown. So Mm. we follow each student individually. And kind of see their lives and how they they deal with racism and social injustice Being like a black face okay. in a white place yes a
3: black face a white place what letter is this show writing to right people white people
1: um i think it's saying see us acknowledge us hear us um you know what we're saying about how we're we feel that we're treated at times is valid um and we're being unapologetic about it
4: one of the best examples of that is when uh, Sam White's boyfriend actually, Gabe, calls the cops, right, at mm. the party. White boy! <coughs> <Yeah>, I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> so that's yeah. what it
3: like. yeah. We don't just call the cops. <laughs> Gabe the
4: was scared. <laughs> he was scared, y'all. Was scared. The last thing we do when we're scared is call the cops. Right. yeah that's even that's right. scarier. Yeah. And you know, there was a whole debate, and we've been having this debate about white people using the N word in songs. When they're yeah. singing along to future Not okay. trap. Not okay. And words, and he's saying the word like it's Mm -hmm. okay. Not Gabe for clarification. Another day. No, (laughs) another white guy. (laughs) Although Gabe can't do that either. No, No. and Sam making sure he knows that. (laughs) Right, and it turns into a whole debate, and they get into an argument about that, and then. Gabe is the person that actually calls the cops and he's white and he's your boyfriend, Sam, on mm-hmm. the show. Have you guys ever been around somebody white using the N-word that's singing oh. along to a song? Not I, said the fly. Not me. <laughs> Nobody's doing it with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if they were, they wouldn't still be, right?
6: Nope.
3: I don't play that. Oh, nah. You're about to come out with your own <laughs> Dr. Seuss dead white people book or something?
7: I'll oh. even, like, if I'm in the car
1: and, like, I hear people like, blasting rap music and they're white, I'm always like looking to be like, are you about to say it? What I you see- about to do? I see it all the twitch. time, though. You don't see it at a club or
2: party I, you never all the see? the time. All-
7: yes.
3: <laughs> Just to play white devil's advocate, can't you see where it's a little confusing for them? It is. I, I
7: do. No. I understand. That's you what I know. But I understand why it might be confusing, but I I still don't get why people use the word. Like, you're thinking, oh, I like the song. I can sing it. I'm like, yeah, but that's still a line you can't cross. So I feel like some people, like, debating that, mm-hmm. it's not a debate. Like, you can't use this word. Can that's he, it, period. I, can they hum mean, it? No. no. But, <laughs> by,
3: the <same> token,
1: <laughs> by the same token, I just kind of feel like that's like if a black person said, you know, well, we endured slavery for so long. We should be able to call white people, like, I don't know, crackers, crackers. or something. Crackers. They so do. We can.
5: But no, but no. Crackers, crackers, colonizers. No.
0: Manny. Oh I'm
1: so doing that every No, but but my point is that I, I don't think that you're not walking around being like, well, just because of slavery, I'm able to say it. Like, I guess, I don't I, know. I just don't think I that. I say it any- out of a
3: reaction yeah. for the way that my people have been oppressed. Yeah. Now, Logan, your character really <laughs> intrigues me because she's so militant on the show, but she does date a, 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 a white white guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you think that people lose a, a level of blackness when they date outside of their race?
6: I don't want to think that I think that there is a part of your blackness that you get to explore deeper when you are in a relationship with another person Mm -hmm. of your same ethnicity Um, it's a choice it's a choice that everybody gets has to make
2: have you guys ever dated a white boy Oh, white I'm guys, the same? I've only
6: done. I did,
7: black men. I did, and it was an interesting <laughs> uh, bring you home to family kind How of that situation. Bring that home to mom and I have a Jamaican mother. Hey, uh, oh, yo, he's oh, coming oh, to dinner.
3: Yes. Why one, white boy, yeah. white veteran. <laughs> 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 so there,
0: like,
7: like little conversations were like that went over his head. Like he was like, wait, so what are they talking about right now? And I see, like, see, I oh, can't okay. do it. I'm not cut out
1: for it. it. Was, it. Was, yeah, you I not cut there out are definitely no differences. But no, bring him. Bringing him home would be fine. It's just yeah. I. That would irritate. I want. I need you to understand what I'm talking about. I need you yeah. to. I don't want like to have to explain. Be that He's not going to understand. I don't know. Even if it's <laughs> just like I wouldn't even want to be in a situation where he's like. Oh, like you guys are eating like y- uh, yams and collard greens <laughs> oh and shit like <laughs> What's that? Yes. How do you, where does that come from? You know, and I'd have to be like, well, uh, when we were slaved, <laughs> oh we had to, like, you know, I just
4: don't.
3: I See, just you don't, better than me. I'd say KFC, mother fucker. <laughs> motherf- I just
1: don't
4: want to be, I just,
1: I need you to just get it. Yeah. You know, What about all was, of us dating Asian men? I'm sorry,
4: what? I you, mean, said I'm sorry. Did, sorry, what? you said have we, we dated so Asian quiet. men? You said have we dated <laughs> Asian men? Yes, that was based off of what Issa Ray put in her book that all of a sudden everybody got mad at that educated black women should just get with Asian men. Because, <laughs> as Asian men. because, because
7: they have a surplus of men in China? <laughs> they do. Like they outnumber women like 27 or something crazy. Mm-hmm, because they used to get rid of <laughs> yeah, the women because they, they could only the, have one the baby kid. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that educated black women should date. Whoever, whoever the whoever hell, they, the they, hell want. they want to yeah. you know what i mean um on an opposite spectrum black women are men that it's important to them to be with someone else that's black i feel like sometimes we're shamed for that too or, mm-hmm. like when i say that mm-hmm. like it is important to me that i marry a black man because i i've said that many a time i'll continue to say it yeah. um that's important to me particularly from where we come from and how that was prohibited, we were pulled right. apart, I want to yeah. pull us
2: back together. You know, that's yeah. less likely, when, especially when you go to school that's so mixed. Yeah. You know, because I, like, yeah. I look at my daughter now, she goes to a mixed school where I don't really see her dating a black person right now. That's why I want her mm-hmm. to go to an HBCU so bad because mm-hmm. she doesn't see it. So I went to Howard. That was
1: so, Howard, ch- being wow. a Howard just changed my life. It's <laughs> interesting
2: you went
3: to Howard because, yeah. uh, you know, so is it a stretch to play a uh, black woman going to an Ivy League school?
1: No, it's not a stretch because, I so I grew up um, like in the D.C. area, but I went to predominantly white schools growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge reason why I went to Howard because I wanted that experience Mm because my experience prior to that was more like Winchester. Um, But as far as like my college experience it's completely different than Joelle's.
3: And you didn't have no white women walking up to you asking about your hair?
6: I did not.
1: (laughs) I did not. I did not. That happens on dear white people. It does.
7: I
6: mean that was my experience. I didn't realize like I but you almost don't even realize it until you do. Like, I was the only black girl on my entire hall in mm-hmm. my building, and I really didn't realize it until one thing would happen. You know, one little thing, mm-hmm. somebody say something to you, and you go, oh, damn, like... Or you realize, I'm by myself. Involved. But that you realize, too, who party. can you talk to about? You can't be like, yeah. you? Yeah.
1: you ain't got nobody to talk to about. Yeah. But yeah. there is,
6: but still, on, a, on a, a predominantly white campus, just like Winchester, mm-hmm. there are pockets of black people, and they stick together. Mm-hmm. You yeah. That you hang out at your own little mini. That's how my college yeah. was. Yeah. As a matter of fact,
4: the black guys at my school, they would have, like, a black girlfriend, but then they would go to the sorority and the fraternity parties mm-hmm. and the white the white ones, and it'd be, like, a whole different world. So they'd yeah. cheat on their girlfriend oh, no. with these white girls, but the, it was so they segregated. Never made, what? That they never wow. even... Wow. the wow. yeah, Paths would never even cross. Wow. So nobody would know because it was, like, having a whole different world. Well, just, I just want to
3: raise my hand and say this. it's just a lot of guys... Oh. Who, if you're a black man and you date a black woman, if you cheat with a white girl, they don't consider it cheating. But don't worry about that. Is that a real I, thing? That's what I've heard. I've, I've heard that's that before.
0: That? That's not I'll true. Give me right What are you saying? I've that? heard don't that before. Give me sight names.
1: names. I've just heard
3: sense. that before. So, what
1: do they consider? Just like exploring a fetish or something? If it's white, it's
3: out of sight. So, what? it's just like, that's uh, what I've heard.
5: Goodbye. Lies. Lies. it makes it
2: okay, right? I don't know anything about
3: that. So, does that
4: mean if black women cheat with a white man, it doesn't matter? Yeah, how you feel about that?
3: That's just that's we just wrong. Why, be a, <laughs> why be a sellout? Why you want to be a sellout? Why you want to sell out your people? Why you want to? Why you just want to sell out your people? Why you just want to <laughs> sell out your people like that?
2: Why? All right, we'll be back with the cast of Dear White People, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne. The guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have the cast of Dear White People in the building. Charlamagne.
3: Now, one of the tips from Dear White People is: uh, when you ask someone who looks ethnically different. What are you?
4: People ask me that all the time. You know.
3: Why, why, is, why is that? What do you
4: say? Um, I say I'm a Capricorn sometimes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, you know, and then it's I'm annoying. like, what do you mean? And then they ask, oh, well, what ethnicity? Because my last name is Yee. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people will be like, oh, are you Dominican? Are you this? Are you that? What are you? And
3: well, dear like, white people, they said a time. person that's about
2: to slap the shit
5: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. have a problem with that? Somebody asking you your
2: nationality? I don't.
6: It's, it's how you say it. If you say, what are you? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's like, that's asking, like, I'm a human. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. What, what you am I? People?
7: What I don't like is when people say, well, you have to be mixed with something because you're this. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. know you're what pretty. Like, Making a yeah. that a woman with? who is, I mean, of course, what? we're all mixed in some yeah. capacity, but like, assuming that you have to be mixed to be beautiful or you have to be mixed to have certain feet. I don't know.
4: Now I was very <laughs> confused about the character of Coco at first, whether or not I, how I felt about her. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's very sweet, but then there's certain things that she does that would irritate me sometimes. Mean yeah, girl. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, just really like the whole, I guess really trying to fit in. Yeah. In certain spaces when I was like, well, why is she doing that? And um so how did you feel about that character? And how can you explain her? The way that I... I mean, I feel like when you read it on the page, if, if,
7: if you don't add depth to it, people are going to just see her as as just vapid or she's she's just very superficial. But from my understanding, this, my thought process about it was if I grew up in a world that veered towards a Eurocentric ideal of beauty and I saw other girls with weaves and stuff while my hair was natural and they were getting all the attention from the men, what would I do to be mm. noticed from men? Mm. And and if you think about it, there are moments where we, we, we do different things because we're trying to, we want to be loved. And ultimately everybody wants to be loved and have some kind of validation. So for Coco, the, the Sam and Coco feud happened if, I don't know if you, you watched all of her season, mm-hmm. but like Coco was doing everything to be with Troy. Mm-hmm. And then her best friend dated Troy. So that's when <laughs> you start to see the mean girl coming out of Coco. It's coming from a place of pain and then dealing with the whole colorism issue right. in terms especially of, like, with the hair, hair issue which, like, like oh your okay, hair well, looks so nice We're, what exactly kind of mm-hmm. what kind of hair is that and then when she looks at me I'm like mine's too you know and she's, she's like yeah like, eh.
3: I got a question for all three of y'all then based off what you just said have you ever felt the need to conform to white standards of beauty as a black, black woman?
7: when I was modeling and I didn't know any better yes because I was told that Uh, Very very blunt like specifically you're way prettier with straight hair. That's it Like that's what we want from you. We don't want you to wear your hair natural And I left that agency and ended up going to Ford Um, And when I wore my hair curly, I started working so much more and I didn't understand that I was empowering people by Choosing to just be comfortable and accept myself the way that I was I was just kind of like well No, I want to do something different and now that I can now that I understand it, like having that black girl magic moment for Coco walking down those stairs with natural hair, unsure if the man that whose attention I was vying for, who I got a weave for um, and all of these things for would accept me, how I looked naturally. And then having him say, I don't care about your hair was such a beautiful moment.
1: Right. I don't know that I well, I'm re- remembering now I remember in high school, one um, in colored contacts. No, Ash. Yeah, I was wearing, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All my high school friends are, like, probably, like, oh, my God, I remember. Don't pull out any pictures, y'all. Um, so you got so them. Much. Oh, I had them. Yeah, I was out here with the hazel eyes. <laughs> yeah, different um, colors? Green. Oh, oh, my yes. you are those your real eyes, and you say yes? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? are you talking but, about? So, guys? I'm saying all this to say, though, so I'm, like, what, 15, maybe? I don't... In retrospect, that probably is what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought wow. that that would make me more attractive. Be, because mm-hmm. people more are like, oh, eyes are so pretty. More exotic. More, look different right. than mm-hmm. just the dark-skinned black girl I am. I think it's it, it was how the imagery around me was affecting me subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, that looks more interesting maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. It might have been a phase, but I got to be honest about it. I was,
2: I Logan. What about you, Logan?
6: <laughs> that is some news. I, like, I got my
2: fake contacts in right now. <laughs> right now.
6: Damn. Um, <laughs> I, I've never felt like I've had to conform to um, European standards, but I do feel like I've had to constantly try to find, do I lean more? Do mm. I Am I more white? Am I more black? Do I wear... Um, Fila, do I wear fubu? Do I wear pasta? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, yes,
5: what do I
6: wear? No, seriously, like, I, like where I grew up, I grew up in a very nice neighborhood in the worst county in Georgia. Um, I went to public school growing up. So I, I my mom traveled for a living. I wore things from London and Paris to this public school where we, like, we don't wear things from London and Paris. Mm-hmm. And so I got made fun of a lot, a lot. And so then I thought, okay, mom, you gotta, I can't, like, I gotta survive, and you, I need to, we need to change this up, like, I need mm. to fit in, and so, and then after that, I went to, came to L.A., I ended up going to private school. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I gotta fit in. Mom, we gotta change this up. Yeah, right. I gotta start gotta cutting. got go back, do back to my London hair. Paris. I, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta cut my hair like the white girls. They have layers. I need mean, to straighten my hair, cut it like the white, so yeah, I guess I was, but it was depending on the environment I was, and it went both ways for me. Yeah. So you adapted. Oh,
3: man. Call me stupid. Pardon my ignorance. You're biracial in real life.
6: Uh, both of my parents are black. Oh, okay.
3: So you're not biracial. Actually, in real life. Okay.
6: you know what? I am going to go ahead and say this right here. I've never said this in public. Mm. I'm adopted. Wow. And really? I was raised by black parents. Um, I've never met my parents. My birth mom was white and my dad was black, but I've never met them. That's oh, wow.
3: I'm okay, okay. There. Yeah. Got you.
6: I've literally waited my whole life to say that out loud. Wow. Well, thank wow. you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for
3: sharing that, Samantha. I mean, Logan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
6: sorry. But, but honestly, I'm sorry. it makes it—it's made it very. I, honestly, this is the most freeing moment of my probably my entire life and career because it has made it very difficult for me to explain how mm. I relate to Sam and how I don't because I mm. was raised with black parents. Mm-hmm. I was raised black. Like black, I'm black, right. but. I don't look black to people and so I don't understand. Yeah, you do.
3: It's you bit, but
6: do like you, you know what I mean? They see the light eyes, they see my, they go, they're like, what are you? They're mixed confused? Like, well, and and they friend. say, what, yeah. mixed
7: with. And I they go, say, what are you? Exactly,
3: yeah.
6: but yeah. I go, but, my, but I was raised with black, mm. but then I go, oh, but I am. It's very, confu- it's a confusing identity for me. Right. And when did you find and
2: out when you were adopted? When did you? My parents out?
6: told me very young. I think I was like five, five really? in the bathtub and I, my mom was like, Logan, I have to tell you something. You are my daughter, but somebody else gave birth to you. And I was like, but you're my mommy. She's like, I'm your mommy. I, I was it. like, cool.
3: Did you even know what that was?
6: I don't, I, I think I did. The rest mm-hmm. of my life, I think I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, and that's just kind of what it was.
3: How did you eventually come to grips with your identity?
6: Well, it, it I'm coming to grips with it. And all of all, actually the, I have a file that tells me what happened. Mm. And it tells me that my mom was 18. She was young. She was her, she was, got pregnant by a white guy in the army and um i came out they had a big catholic wedding i came out and i was not white she had an affair with a 34 year old black man who was married with who just had a kid so that that i think fed into like like am i do, am i being rejected by a white man like like i was as a child like mm-hmm. all those things play into my head and mm-hmm. i think literally this is the most frustrating experience because i've always been like nope 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 doesn't exist for me because i've never said it out loud doesn't exist doesn't mm-hmm. exist
4: so, so oh, let's get this Logan Browning uh,
6: scripted right.
3: series yes. going. let
4: She goes crazy. Okay. We well, thank you so much. Yeah, you thank you. Thank you, yeah, man. Y'all oh,
0: cool as hell,
3: man. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's dope when you watch a show and you like it, but then you meet the cast and they're actually like cool as hell. Thank <laughs> 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 so, 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 you. Proud of you, man. Yeah, yeah no, no, this is guy.
4: dope.
2: Hold on. Is Lena Wave joining this season?
4: I read the first episode.
3: As a regular? Yeah. No. She's
1: popping in, but she's in that thing. She's in. She's
3: hilarious.
1: You'll have, You'll have to yeah. see. You'll yeah, have
7: yeah, to see. Who's going to get all this time from? Uh, <laughs> Lena, will, it.
4: Lena will
6: make time. She'll in a a day. make time. Are there
4: other yeah, guest ma'am. appearances we should know about in the new season? Um,
3: Rachel, those all I heard. is going to be playing a professor.
6: That's
3: <laughs> 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 not true. Kit That's a rumor.
1: Kid Fury. Uh, Kid yeah, Fury. Yeah, yeah, Fury. Yeah, wow. Todger some other people. Some other people. We yeah. like can't
3: say mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you
1: see, you're going to be like, why wow. didn't they tell us? Is
3: Kifury yeah. playing himself or are you playing a student?
1: Who? He, he's, a, he's, um He's playing a student. Yeah. He's a regular. <laughs> no. What's the name sorry. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us to cast a Dear White people. Thank you. you guys, this is a blast. You Thanks, guys. guys are awesome. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club morning everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors, let's talk Kevin Hart. It's time,
0: time, time. Oh,
2: she's spilling the tea.
3: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Kevin Hart, it turns out that the person who actually tried to extort him, Jonathan Todd Jackson, who's facing two felony counts now for attempted extortion and extortion by threatening letter, was actually a friend of Kevin Hart's. They've known each other for more than 15 years. It's crazy. Yes, Jackson was in Think Like a Man 2. Uh, he was in the movie Naked. And the two even have several posts together throughout the years. As a matter of fact, Jonathan Todd Jackson was even at Kevin Hart's bachelor party. No. Man. Isn't that crazy? The people closest to you. That is
3: crazy. I mean, that's the saddest thing about betrayal, right? It, that it never comes from your enemies.
4: Now, Kevin tweeted out, Mind blown, hurt, at a loss for words, and simply in complete disbelief at the moment, Wow.
3: I got a pet peeve, though. What? What's that? I hate when people say they had a loss for words and then continue to use words after they oh, say they had a it. loss for words. He don't
2: know that. what to say after that. You don't know what yeah, to he, say. But but he, he definitely <laughs> had not know what to say after that.
4: All right. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll get more into that this morning, but oh, let's yeah, talk he, about... Oh, he, go ahead.
2: He's definitely donkey today. He deserves
3: it.
4: That is crazy. Not my he's guy. in jail right now. Good. By the way. All right. Kodak Black, he is changing his name, and it's legal and all of that. His name is now Bill K. Capri. Bill K. Capri? Bill K. Capri. Why? I don't know. He wants a fresh start, I guess, in the middle of everything that's been going on (laughs) with him. So now his name is Bill.
3: (laughs) It's not about changing your name. It's about changing your lifestyle, Kodak Black. It's about changing your behavior. It's about changing the people around you. That's what's going to keep you out of jail.
4: His real name was Dayusan Octave or something. How did he get Bill from that? I don't know. He just wants a new name. Bill K.
2: Capri. (laughs) You
3: trying to sound less Haitian?
4: I don't know what he's doing, but I guess he felt he needed to... Something, I don't know what's going on. All right, now what is happening with this whole She Bad song? That's a standout song on the Cardi B album, right? She Bad, her featuring YG. DJ Mustard did it's the a beat. Tough tune. It's
3: good tune. Now,
4: Cardi B has been going through a lot as she's waiting to have this baby. Now she posted, it's like Cardi B versus the world. Then she wrote, you know what? I'm not going to let MFs drive me crazy. You will love it if I was a bum or lose everything tomorrow. I'm going to just eat, go to the studio, and post my looks and my music. I'm done being social. People don't deserve real N-words. So I guess uh, she feels like people have been harassing her, bothering her. Now, one thing that did happen was Cash Doll uh, was trying to post her original version. I guess originally she was on the song. Which mm-hmm. mm. All right. This is before, I guess, Cardi was on it. And here is what it sounded like. She
1: bad, that's facts, they mad, too bad, my sauce too thick, my ish from scratch, my pizza is fast. my ass it match, my bank account is bigger than that, in a Porsche, but of course throw bread, that's a horse, I'ma make these bitches love me, I ain't leaving them a choice, either Gucci or Chanel, yeah cause they're my kind of toys, if it ain't about that,
4: then kill that noise. So she tried to post it on SoundCloud, and it got blocked, and here was her explanation. She said there's no beef with Cardi or anything like that, but of course, everybody tried to rile it up like it was beef, and here's what she said she really was annoyed about.
1: All right, I did the song back in January, because YG
5: asked me to feature on it. So I got on the song, and, you know, I'm like, whatever, gave him the feature, didn't hear nothing else about it. Then when our project came out, the song was on it. So I
1: just left it alone. I'm like, I'm not even about to mention it or say nothing about it, because it's like, whatever. But since I couldn't give y'all a check video, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just give them the remix so that they could, you know, have something to
4: hold them over. I'll go and put it up on SoundCloud and um, they blocked it. All right. Now, Dreezy also tweeted out, damn, he had all us on that song, but she said she not trying to... <laughs> <laughs> So I guess she originally was supposed to be on it, a... but that would kind of be a hot remix with all of them on it. What
3: YG got to say?
4: Uh, YG hasn't said nothing. Lil Duvall said he was on it,
3: too. Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Lil Duvall just said he was on it. This is what I think happened. I think YG recorded three different verses Mm -hmm. with three different young ladies and by the time the song, well, no, he don't even got an album out.
2: No, he probably did the record, and then yeah. Cardi B needed a record for her album. And
3: he,
4: Cardi B said she heard it, and she said she, she wanted, wanted that for song album, for her so album. So he, yeah, album. he gave it to her for her yeah, album. yeah, okay. Yeah,
3: makes that's
4: sense. all that, that's all that happens. So it shouldn't be no beef. It happens all the time. It happens music, all yeah.
3: the time in the music industry. That was always hear, song. like,
4: oh, this was the version. This person was on it originally. Yeah. But then, they, you know, it always happens. Producers do it. Artists do it. That was his it. song. so he. But nobody is trying to beef with anybody, so, you know. It's just, I guess, Cash Doll wanted to put out what her verse was because she liked her verse. And then Drizzy Dri-Z said it was nothing. She just thought it was funny. She said, damn, he had all us on that song.
3: Well, just do the remix and throw all the ladies on that's it. That's what I think. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a that's ladies anthem great, anyway. She
4: bad. Great idea. Salute
3: to uh, Cash Doll, too. Cash Doll coming, by yeah. the
4: way. But I, like, listen, I'm a fan of Cash Doll, so I'm mm-hmm. excited for her. So there you have it. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
2: All right. Shalabang. Yes. Tell us who you are giving that donkey to. I want to talk more about uh, this this story
3: about Jonathan Todd Jackson. Mm. All right, Kevin Hart's friend who was trying to extort him. This is
2: sad. He's man. feces, boy. This is sad. Mm-mm-mm. We need him to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right. All right. We'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>
3: Donkey of the Day.
0: Donkeys of the Day. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed way. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the Day.
3: <laughs> the breakfast club, bitches.
7: Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one.
3: Yes, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, May 3rd, goes to Jonathan Todd Jackson, a.k.a. Action Jackson, a.k.a. JT. Now, you probably have not a clue... Who Jonathan Jackson is, because the only Jacksons we acknowledge are all related to Michael and Janet. Oh, and Bo. Okay, Bo knows. You don't have a clue who Jonathan Todd Jackson is, but I'm about to tell you. Jonathan Todd Jackson is a 41-year-old friend of Kevin Hart. According to TMZ, he's been in movies like Swat, Naked, and even in a movie starring Kevin Hart, Think Like a Man too. Now, I know you might be thinking just because you were in a movie with someone doesn't make you friends. Wow! Jonathan and Kevin Hart have posted several picks together throughout the years, and Action Jackson even attended Kevin's bachelor party. Uh, Sounds like they were pretty good friends to me. Now, according to the New York Times, Action Jackson was a professional U.S. bowler, and according to the PBA, which is the Professional Bowlers Association, (laughs) Jonathan has been a professional bowler since 2006, and his career earnings are a grand total. Of $3,255.00. Oh, boy. The pro bowler. Yes. I have no idea why him being a professional bowler is relevant (laughs) to the story, but for whatever (laughs) reason, when my brain processes this story, the fact that Jonathan Todd Jackson was a professional bowler with the nickname Action Jackson makes this story even more entertaining. In fact, if I had to run this story on my website, it would say U.S. Pro Bowler throws Kevin Hart in the gutter. Because according to TMZ, Action Jackson is in jail on a $100,000 bail facing a maximum sentence of four years because he was charged with attempted extortion and extortion by threatening letter because Jonathan Todd, JT, Action Jackson, was attempting to extort his Mm -hmm. friend, Mm -hmm.
8: actor, comedian, Kevin Hart. Let's go to AOL.com for the report. On Wednesday, a man was charged with attempting to extort money from actor Kevin Hart, with a surreptitiously recorded video of the married comedian with a female. According to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office, 41-year-old Jonathan Todd Jackson, a pro bowler, has been charged with attempted extortion by threatening letter. Jackson is accused of seeking an undisclosed amount of money from the 38-year-old Hart in August of 2017 and of also trying to sell a video of the Jumanji star Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. a woman to numerous celebrity news websites. If convicted, Jackson faces a maximum sentence of four years in prison. Niggas, I tell you.
3: Bruh, this is why I feel like an open enemy is better than a false friend. Okay, I mean, this is a different type of guy code violation. This is worse than your friend telling your wife you was cheating. Mm. This is worse than your friend trying to holler at your wife. Now, both of those offenses would be ends to the friendship. But in this situation, Jackson Jackson was trying to ruin Kevin's life. He was trying to ruin his marriage, possibly ruin his livelihood. Thank God none of this happened, but damn, man. Uh -uh -uh. Jonathan Todd, Kevin, supposed to be your guy, a man you considered a friend. Y'all got several selfies together, okay? And you were willing to lose your friendship, possibly cause Kevin to lose his marriage and have people around you lose all respect and integrity for you because you wanted to extort your man, your guy, for some money? Crazy thing is, the Kevin Hart I know would probably have given you some money if you really needed it because you sound desperate, okay? Well, not $17 million, I mean, no, no, be not no $17 million, but you do a little change, you know mm-hmm, what I mean, to mm-hmm. help get you through, okay? Because as a Pro Bowler with career earnings at $3,255, you clearly needed the money. And I'm going to tell you something else about people like Jonathan Jackson. Any friend that turned into an enemy has been hating since day one. You've been jealous and envious of Kev for as long as you've known him or for of how- however long Kev's been popping, okay, because this – wasn't just an extortion plot you was trying to ruin kevin's life now i know what you're saying kevin almost ruined his own life by cheating well you know what you're right okay but you know what a friend does in that situation he tells kev he was wrong he tells kev he was wilding he tells kev you got to do better because he got too much to lose but a friend doesn't get a hold of the tape and try to sell it to every blog and then extort his so-called friend for money Okay, this is a prime example of karma. Yes, Kev made a huge mistake. But ain't no good gonna come to you, Action Jackson, for trying to exploit that mistake and extort your friend. Now, when the news broke yesterday, Kevin tweeted out, mind blown, hurt, at a loss for words, and simply in complete disbelief at the moment. Wow. wow. I Wow. When- I really hate when people say they're at a loss for words and then they go on to use more words after they said that, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Action Jackson, you are facing four years in jail, but you are facing a lifetime of shame. Why ruin a great friendship over financial gain? Okay, personally, I think real friends are more important than finances, but what do I know? Okay, I'm just glad Action Jackson is in jail, and I'm glad people get to witness this karma because when people do you wrong, there's no need for revenge. Just sit back and wait because those who hurt you will eventually screw up themselves, and if you're lucky, God will let you watch. And right now, Kevin Hart has a front-row seat to watch his former friend pay for the dirt he attempted to do, okay? This story is going to have everybody side eyeing their friends all day, and if you know what I know, you better because the saddest thing about betrayal... Is that it never comes from your enemies? Please give Jonathan Todd Jackson the biggest hee ha.
5: He's
2: a sucker. Mm-hmm. I like. Mm. I, I I I can't. I, how could you possibly be his? Like nobody could ever talk to him. Like I I don't know. You sound like you're at a loss for words. I am. I'm. A, I, He's I'm a,
4: definitely at a loss for words. Like
2: nobody should be his friend ever again in life. Why well, are you still talking if you're at a loss for words? <laughs> All See right. See what I'm saying?
4: There you go. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The moral we- of the story is always the same, too. All right. Like, don't cheat.
2: All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir.
4: Are you talking to me or not? He's at a
2: loss for words. He's at a loss for words. He's not going to say nothing. <laughs> all right. Well, up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call her right now. She'll help you with all your problems. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this?
8: Hey, this is Brandon. Good morning. Good morning, Brandon. Brandon. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on? So, uh how y'all doing this morning?
4: Good, 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 good. What's the question today, Brandon? For Ask You? Uh,
8: so basically, me and my girl, we've been together for uh, almost four years, mm-hmm. and um you know, we uh, recently moved in together last year, and mm-hmm. you know, I started a decent job, so you know, we both had a job, so we both knew that if we needed to pay the bills with one of our checks we could okay well recently she stopped working Mm
0: -hmm. and
8: i i told her you know that was fine while she find another job you know i could take care of the bills like we agreed so that's been going on a couple months now you know she's been looking but Mm -hmm. it still seems like you know she hasn't really put forth so much effort and then you know i'm paying all the bills and she doesn't feel like she needs to Cook and clean everything, which, you know, it wasn't the agreement at first because we were both paying the bills, right? So now it's like I'm paying the bills, but she still feels like it should be an equal share of things. And now I'm starting to feel some type of way. So,
4: well, it's only been a couple of months, months, right? And she has been looking for a job.
8: I mean, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I feel like it's it's a lot easier than, than what she's making it sometimes, you know? But am, am I being insensitive at that? Or, or? well,
4: yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, Sometimes when things happen, she lost her job for whatever reason. She's trying to find another another job. It's really not easy on your ego when you're going out and looking for a job and maybe things aren't working out. You're not getting that call back. You're not getting that job right away. So it's really important for you to be supportive of her right now. You guys have been together for a while, and it's got to be through thick and thin, and you have to make sure that you're supportive. Now, you said you guys had an agreement before as far as paying bills, but right now, obviously, that agreement has changed because she's not – And she's not working. So now it's time for you guys to come up with a new agreement for the period of time that she's not working. Now you can't approach her in a way, well, since you ain't working, you have to do this. But I think it's important for you guys to discuss. Well, for now, while you're looking for another job, and I want to help you with that effort, and I know it's not easy, because it's not easy, as you might think, let's come to a certain agreement since, you know, you have more time to be in the house. Let's do this for now until you work again and then we can go back to how it was before. And in the meantime, you do need to be supportive because you don't know what she's feeling like. She might not even be telling you how discouraging it is when she's going out there. Sometimes it's hard for people to even put themselves out there to potentially be uh, let down when something doesn't work out. So I think you should be sensitive to that. It has only been a couple of months.
8: Yeah. So, I Mm -hmm. mean, I feel like I've tried to approach the situation and, uh, you know, in a less aggressive way, you know, kind of taking it as, oh, well, do you mind doing this since you're not working so much? Is that like a bad way to phrase
4: it or i think that you have to do this at a time when y'all are chilling relaxing in a good mood maybe you know sitting down get some takeout and hey let's just figure these things out because you don't also want to feel bitter because sometimes the person who is bringing home the money feels like well i'm the one paying for everything and that attitude because you guys are supposed to be a team that's not a good attitude to have either and you don't want her to feel like damn he's paying for everything and i feel not worthy of certain things and so now He's telling me what I have to do because he's the person that has the power in the relationship. You have to m- make it understood that I understand it's a difficult time right now. So let's just come to a temporary agreement since we had a different agreement before. Since our circumstances have changed temporarily, let's come up with an agreement so that you guys don't even have to keep on discussing it where you don't have to ask, oh, would you mind doing this? But it's already understood.
5: Okay. Okay.
4: You know, yeah. but please be yeah. supportive because you can imagine what it would be like for you if you weren't working and you had somebody telling you, well, you got to do this because, you not working right now. Just be aware of the way that might make her feel and how it might be hard to go out in the world trying to get a job, getting told no, feeling rejected and then coming home and feeling like, oh, man, you know, even my man is making me feel like a loser. Right. OK, you're right. All right. All right, good luck, and I hope she finds some work soon, and make sure you help her out, too, even if you see some good recommendations or even ask around to people, hey, do you know anybody hiring? My girl's looking for a job. You know, help out.
5: Yeah, I've been trying.
8: You know, I appreciate that. Thank you, Yee.
4: Okay, you're welcome.
2: All right, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now It's the Breakfast Club the Morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this?
5: Hey, dude. My name is Paul. I'm from Hamilton. I uh, just had a question for Angela. So my girlfriend, she uh, she's moved, going into the Air Force, and we've been living together for about like six months now. We'll be together for about a year next month. hmm And she wants me to move with her when she leaves for the Air Force. Okay. And I have a good job. I'm making good money. So, I don't know I'm stuck in the middle here because i don't I don't want to I don't want to end the relationship, but at the same time, i don't, I'm not trying to uproar my life and just leave, you know what I mean? Because I got family where I'm at, and I just didn't know what to do.
4: Well, first of all, just because she moves and you don't move with her doesn't mean you have to end the relationship, right?
5: Yeah, well, that's what she thinks. That's what she's saying, though. Like, she's saying, oh, so you don't want to move with me? So that means our relationship."
4: Well, over. that seems a, like a selfish thing for her to say because you do have a lot of things happening with yourself where you are. So I would recommend that you guys try to make it work and tell her, let's revisit this conversation in a year after you're, you know, settled where you're at. Let's see if we can make this work long distance for a little while until we figure out what I can do because I'm pretty happy where I'm at. And you also don't want to move somewhere and then things don't work out. And- Anyway, you know, I just feel like it's never a good idea to do something that you really don't want to do when it comes to relationships in general. You have to want to do it. And who knows, maybe a year from now you'll want to go move because you guys will be so much in love. Maybe you'll get adjusted to spending time out there. Maybe it'll give you time to see if there's other opportunities. But just let her know you're not ready to uproot your life right now. Tell her, let's, you know, work on our relationship for the next year. See how this works over that course of time. Give it a time limit. And then let her know, you know, during that time, you'll do some research, see about your occupation. What could you be doing out there? And then, if it makes sense, and you guys, you know, both agree, and she agrees that she wants to stay there, then you'll we'll have another conversation about it. But right now, you're not ready to make that move.
5: No, thank you very much,
2: Angel. Okay, you're welcome. All right, right. good
4: day, guys. All right, man. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051.
2: If you need relationship advice, you can call Yee. We got rumors. Yee on the way?
4: Yes, let's talk about Serena Williams. Her documentary is on HBO. We told you about the docuseries about Serena. So we'll talk to you about uh, certain things that she has to say, especially the relationship she never anticipated she would be in.
2: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Serena Williams. Listen up.
3: It's Justin. All the gossip. gossip, gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip, gossip. with
4: Angel- Angela Yee. It's the Rumor
8: Report. The Breakfast Club.
4: Yes. So, have you guys had a chance to see the Being Serena documentary? That's. It's a five-part docu-series that's on HBO. I know they put out the first part. Has anybody in here watched it yet?
3: No, but I will. It's something about uh, those type of documentaries that come on HBO that make you have to watch them.
4: Right. Well, I got to make sure. uh, I only saw pieces of it so far. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing that she's focused on, of course, I mean, her body changing because she is an athlete. So a lot of what she has to do has to do with her body and not being able to uh, compete for a little while while she was having her baby. Uh, so she talks about that. She also talks about how she ended up with Alexis Ohanian, who is the founder of Reddit. And she says she never thought she would have married a white guy. She said, "And I'm, a- I'm an athlete. He's a business guy. I'm black. He's white. We are total opposites. I think we just complement each other. I think we understand hard work in different ways. Here's a little piece from Being Serena.
5: Alexis and I are completely opposite. I'm an athlete. He's a business guy. I'm black. He's white. Um, we're total opposites. I don't know why we're such a good fit. I think we just complement each other. I think we understand hard work in different ways.
8: There are few people who have reached her heights who have that genuine passion, who have that genuine heart. And it's probably a big part of why I love her as much as I do.
4: Now, she also said she always educates him on racial injustices, and she said that love truly has no color. She said, I literally tell him, well, you know, there's such a difference between white people and black people, and he always gets to hear about things that happen, injustices that wouldn't happen if I were white. So she said it's very interesting. But ultimately, she says, I wanted to be with someone who treated me nice, someone who was able to laugh with me and someone who understood my life and someone that loved me. And, you know, I'm sure there are other people out there. But, you know, Alexis is the one I connected with and I wouldn't have it any other way.
3: Oh, love is love. You know, Alexis, you just make sure you fix Serena's crown in the morning. OK. All
4: right. Now let's talk about this ex-MTV executive, Brian Graydon. Do you know him, Charlemagne?
3: Mm, not by, I don't know. Not that I remember.
4: Well, he's being sued for alleged sexual abuse. Now, a uh, Rovier Carrington has filed a lawsuit. Never
3: like, seen him. He got a joker smile. His smile look like the joker, doesn't
4: who, it? Rovier Carrington? No, right, right yeah, right
3: look. there. <laughs> I don't even look real. Yeah.
4: Well, he's uh, described as a very good-looking, mixed-race, charismatic young kid, and he says that back in 2010... Uh, that's when he was invited out to dinner, when he was trying to shop around several TV shows. One of those shows is about his own bisexual dating life. Now, according to Rovier Carrington, he says, the executive drove him back to his house, started kissing him, and then grew violent, and said if he didn't have sex with him, he would destroy any chance he had of building a career in the entertainment industry. He said that he was so defeated that he did allow him to perform oral sex on him. Now, a few months later, he said that's when Gray invited him to a Golden Globes after-party and then uh, proceeded to rape him without a condom as he was screaming, crying, and begging him to stop. So, now this this lawsuit against an uh, ex-MTV executive because of all of that.
3: Jesus Christ.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, Bill Cosby, his name and Good statue segue. have been... What a segue. Great ...removed from the Television Academy's Hall of Fame. His name no longer appears among the official list of honorees online... All references were removed from the website as well. So he has been booted from TV Academy's Hall of Fame roster. Uh, Joel Santana, in the meantime, has been indicted for that airport gun bust that he had. Now, apparently, um, they do believe there's probable cause that he tried to smuggle a handgun that he's not even allowed to possess aboard a flight at Newark Airport. I'm sure he didn't
2: do that. I'm sure it was an accident. He forgot it was in his bag. Like, he knows there's no way he could get that gun on there.
4: Right. So, Come on now. He has at least two felony convictions. Um, And so, yeah, there you have it. He's right now free after posting a $500,000 bond. But he has electronic monitoring with travel restrictions as well.
3: I wonder when Bill Cosby dies, they'll put the Cosby show back on television. I I think they should. I was really thinking about this yesterday. Like, Bill Cosby, the Huxtable should not have to pay for the sins of Bill Cosby. It was
2: a positive show for our
4: community. Yeah, man. I
2: think think they should.
4: They got to change it to the Huxtable show. All right. Instead of Bill Cosby. Get his name off of it. Maybe. Mm. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
2: All right. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go.